podcast on purpose. I should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might need a new stream link repinged to everyone, please. Actually, can, yeah, yeah, we, can yeah. we get it? Uh, can you send me? Oh, here we go. I think it's here. Oh no, you're gonna have to send me a new video. I can't get it. Okay, stand by. Go on Speed Racer. Oh, you got it? Oh, no, no, no. That's the old video of the stream from 46 minutes ago. Yeah, 46 yeah. minutes. Just give them the... Dude, give them the live link. Like, like legit. Uh, there we go. That one. That one. Pop it yeah, up. Just... There we go. Boom! This... Alright. Announcements. Boom. We're back. All right. Give us a... Uh, where do we leave off? Okay. Le let me just find that really quickly. I, I remember what question we were at, though. Let me just... Yeah, question we... to Joseph. Why don't ESFPs ever answer their phones? Chase, is it common for ESFPs to... <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yes. It's so terrible. Like... Oh, uh, one of my biggest uh, hang-ups with, uh, with my ex-wife, actually uh is that this is not answering their phones uh it's even worse uh it's it's the absolute worst with ntj sfp quadra like it's it's bad uh it's bad with their phones um and uh, especially entjs and esfps they absolutely hate their phones sometimes because it's like ooh, my phone's trying to control me now that's not to say that STPs can have that point of view sometimes because it's like, okay, wow, my phone is like literally reducing my freedom of choice right now. I need to get away from my phone. Fair point. It's actually very fair. However, it's even worse with ESFPs and ENTJs uh, with their phones because it's mm. to the point where they're so, um, they are so uh, almost apathetic, especially ENTJs with their INTP shadows. They're so apathetic towards their phone that they really don't care. Because, for example, you know Mr. Conrad, right? Our friend Conrad, Jab? <laughs> Getting him to ever answer his phone, good luck. Getting him to ever answer a text, good luck. Because he'll text you. He'll initiate. You know, like, ooh, I'm going to send you a text. Oh, I'm going to set my phone down the second I send that text. And it's so annoying because I immediately I respond and he doesn't get me back to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Con, I want to stab you. I've yelled at him so many times for doing this. And if you want to know our friend Conrad, all you guys got to do is go to Instagram and do at fat guys who lift. I'm serious. <laughs> at, oh, at fat guys who lift. It is an epic epic instagram it's so epic <laughs> fat guys who lift fat guys who lift it's awesome and you can learn all about our friend conrad the entj <laughs> he's got an amazing profile he actually like um yeah. He's he's actually going to be coming on uh, the CSJ conference as a special guest pretty soon to talk about really? his fitness journey. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, so. I really love his approach of um, making sure you get your three macro nutrients. What was it? Pizza, pizza. candy, pizza. and bacon? Oh, pizza, candy, and bacon. Yeah, the three macronutrients <laughs> according to fat guys who lived. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Uh, All right, next question. Oh, we do. Yeah. All right. Where are, I don't see them, so I have to go into the um, do, 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 super chat I, channel. I've got them. Okay. Why do my functions INTJ make me movement type? 
Ooh. Uh, oh, why do my functions in INTJ uh, make me an, a movement type? It's NI hero uh, because it knows what it wants uh, right then and there. So it's NI hero SE inferior as, as the movement because both and, NI heroes are movement oriented. Right. And uh, do you ever get tired of talking about type? Another question. Uh, no, I don't. I actually talk like so. I met I met somebody in Whole Foods today. Uh, they're just someone who had like these energy drinks for sale, and whatnot. They're standing at their booth, and they're like this ENFJ person. And like I started talking to them, and they're like, "Are you like one of those super intuitive people? Are you reading me right now? Are you psychic?" And I'm like, "No, I just understand you." completely uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and she's like wow that's so awesome you know and and uh you know it's this um it's this uh i i, I think she's like she's like 50 and she's like a sales rep and uh, uh -huh. church going uh lady and whatnot but uh she's she's all asking me these interesting questions uh and she and she and she doesn't even believe the fact that i'm not psychic she doesn't even believe me <laughs> she doesn't believe that uh, so TE Demon's like, okay, I know you're psychic, and I know you're just being coy with me or being humble with me, but I know you're psychic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, she had that attitude the whole time. And, uh, yeah. It, I think I know why. Okay, why is that? It's because you're standing there in robes with the staff yelling Woolaloo at her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the goblins in uh, Warhammer, uh, the MMO going, whoa! With a with a with a staff, is that what's happening? No, 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 no. no. I, I'm talking about Age of Empires priests. Oh, like, oh, the oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Age of Empires priests doing a conversion. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> do you know? Do you know what's funny? At the end of the conversation, she said, "Hey, uh, I think uh, I think uh, you should start a church." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and to to which to which someone else that I told the story to commented, uh, Chase, uh, sorry to say, but you already did. I'm like, all right, fair point. <laughs> wow. All right, we got another super chat. Yay, Boot. Boot asks, buy a sandwich. Also, how the frick would I feed Fi Demon occasionally so it doesn't explode? An ISTP that did an oopsie. Lol. Okay. How you doing, Boot? Um, so how do you feed FI Demon? Uh, you do something that makes you feel really good about yourself. So what that is, is that you allow yourself to do the following. Teach people a lesson. Ooh. But not just any kind of lesson. A lesson they will never forget, ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you have to uh, do it in such a way where you know you are 100% correct in everything you're telling them when you're teaching them. And you're teaching them a lesson they will never forget. Uh, it's also, uh, you can also do it from, uh, and you're teaching them a lesson like that's very scholarly and like, oh, you think the statistics actually match with what you're saying? What I'm saying is true. And then you throw the statistics in their face or something like that. Oh, look, I'm right. Oh, look, all these other people think I'm right too. And your argument, <laughs> no. So basically uh, debating people and, and stomping them uh, for being bad at uh, debate, I guess. So, right. 
<laughs> okay, we got another Aiden Wojnius super chat, and he asks another awesome private question. How do I increase my artistic ability? I can make symmetrical things, but not necessarily beautiful or artistic things. Uh, well, hmm. I mean, if you take the evolutionary approach, symmetry is beautiful. So, symmetry is beautiful, but because he's got t he's he's in the uh, SFP uh, NTJ quadra, he has to develop a system of art, an artistic uh -huh. system. Uh, there's a few INTJs out there uh, who are like DJs and whatnot, and they have a system that they follow that they apply and they create music from on a consistent basis. Uh, that's just one example, but it's all about creating a system. ISFPs do the same thing. They have a system with which they utilize their SE, but, uh, predominantly the best way to do it from, uh, uh, from an INTJ point of view is you have to weave in your ESFP subconscious, weave in the subconscious and make whatever art that you're creating a kind of performance. Uh, whatever that is, it's all about the presentation, right? So and then you create a system around delivering that presentation of what it is you're creating. And then you can increase, you can increase your creativity as an INTJ, uh, your artistic skill from that standpoint. Okay. So. Um, all right. So do we want to do, so, right, let's do another run of the patrons and then we'll start wrapping it up because we're coming close to a little over an hour now. Okay. How many, uh, how many discord questions did we get through? Did we get through a bunch? Uh, we got through a few. I think we're only in like early April though. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, it's only it's only a one hour episode, so um. Yeah, we might need to start wrapping it up. So, do you want to go through all the patrons again and then do some? How many, how many Patreon questions we got? Uh, boom, boom, boom. Patreon Q and A. Uh, got a full list, roughly. Just one from each person. We'll push the rest over to the next stream. Okay. Go for it. All right. What's your stance on sex before marriage? And what do you think of the traditional Christian stance on sex before Whew, marriage? What is my stance on sex before marriage? Wow. Okay. What an interesting question. Oh, gosh. I'm going to get shot for this one. But, you uh -huh. know, it is what it is. Um, okay. I actually had an argument about this uh, recently. So, mm. um, Sex, not having sex before marriage is actually a bullshit doctrine created by the church. Uh, and there's no actual biblical requirement that says you cannot have sex before marriage. Do you know how I know? For all of you people out there who claim the Bible is the infallible holy word of God, then maybe you guys should probably read the book of Ruth because Ruth and Boaz get it on before they're even married. So like, don't even go there with me. Like seriously, don't go there with me. I am so triggered when people start trying to make the whole sex before marriage uh, is like a bad thing and there's I'm sorry there is no biblical requirement around it oh but but the two become one flesh okay that has that in context that has nothing to do with that oh and beyond that people are like well you know but God hates divorce I'm like yeah but he also allowed divorce too because he realized that man's hearts were hard and then you could also make the argument that Jesus in the gospels is actually anti-marriage you know on the sermon of the mount because, like, he actually, like, was. Because, do you know how I know? Because Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And then the exact following uh, the exact following verse uh, on the Sermon on the Mount, uh, he says, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, divorce is stupid. So why would T.I. Child say that? Hmm. Maybe it's because 
he's pre-making that argument where he says later when he's, I think it's his conversation with the Pharisees or, or, or with Nicodemus where he's like, oh yeah, marriage here on earth is not like what it is in heaven with the angels, just so you know. And then like all of a sudden the Pharisees shut up because then they're like, well, we had this woman and she married, she was married seven times. All of her husbands died and she, uh, and then she dies to which husband does she belong in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus is like, yeah, that's not how it works, guys. Like, just so you know, like, that's not how it works. So you know, and then, and then like, so, cause, cause here's the issue, you know, what is, what is bound here on earth is bound in heaven, right? It, it, and, and there's, there's, there's those, there is respect for those boundaries, etc. from, from like a, a sex before marriage standpoint, because of the, the marriage expectation, the marriage promise, the marriage vows themselves, right? Uh, and because that is basically, you know, a covenant or a promise made between man, uh, you know, it's not necessarily like ordained by God per se. It's a, it's, is a covenant relationship made by man. So, uh, so it is, it is man putting those things together. It's not necessarily like a requirement, uh, you know, uh, from, from a God standpoint. So again, like, so, so is Chase, is Chase really claiming that sex before marriage is not a sin? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, folks. It is not a sin because if it was, then why would the book of Ruth ever actually make it into the Bible? Because they definitely got it on before they are married. And apparently Ruth is like some prophetess or like someone super mega important to be in the infallible holy word of God that just happens to be the Bible? Hmm, I wonder how that is. Hashtag hypocrisy. Yeah, that's because it's a construct of man, folks. It is a construct of the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church didn't want people getting it on because, oh wait, that would be like more people in a, in a bigger uh, population that the Fabian socialists would like have a problem with. So no, like I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Uh, so Take your uh, no sex before marriage doctrine and like go burn that or throw it in the dumpster or get a forklift while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? Because that literally is a dumpster fire going down a hill at this point because there is no direct biblical requirement that says you can't. Sorry. Uh, well, that's a lot to take in. Um... I would say, though, that typically in the past, sex before marriage wasn't actually that hard, considering most people got married when they were, like, 14, 15. Oh, yeah, and they had, like, a million wives to go along with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. They just keep having additional wives, too. They, the, like, monogamy is actually something very new for our race. Uh, it is not. It is not traditional at all. And for people to claim that biblically it was traditional from the beginning is asinine. No, that's not how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, it's actually I mean, like 65% of marriages, but whatever. I mean, I disagree on you what you said about marriage where it's not a biblical doctrine because adultery is one of the 10 commandments. Don't commit adultery. But adultery was defined in those days, Jab, as something only a woman could commit, not a man. So don't give me that. No, thank you. And the original definition and the early like and, and how it was defined in those days is adultery could only actually be committed by a woman and not a man. It is not how we define adultery these days. So people need to like calm calm their britches on that one. All right. So <laughs> let's just go on to the next question. All right. Why do ENFPs get triggered when so many other people say their opinions? Is, is it because TE child tends to get attached to feelings and their feelings get hurt if their beliefs aren't correct? 
Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, DE child is attached to FI parent and having their beliefs verified and thrown in their face does not exactly like uh, make them feel good about themselves because it's like, oh crap, I just have to come to the, come to the terms with I've been living my, my life, I've been living a lie. And what does that say about me, basically? Okay. Uh, what's the difference between an INTP with a developed subconscious and an INTP with a developed shadow? Say again? INTP with a developed subconscious and an INTP with a developed shadow, what is the difference? Uh, okay, so an INTP with difference. Uh, so uh, the INTP would be more supportive as an ESFJ, all about people relationships, uh, whereas the INTP uh, with an ENTJ shadow would be more entrepreneurial, very management focused. Uh, they can actually be CEOs of companies like Elon Musk. He's an ENTJ focused uh, INTP, for example. Uh, whereas there's other INTPs that are more ESFJ focused. Uh, like there's this one dinosaur professor that like married this girl who was like 24 years younger than him uh for a while i used to have the article just so i could show like yes this was a thing um but uh it made the news um like a while back but yeah mm -hmm. okay um let's go to the next question is it normal for nfps to have arch enemies Ooh. is it normal for yes. nfps to have arch enemies absolutely <laughs> tell us why mr jab tell us why because my FI hero is so moral and righteous and anybody who's contrary to that is a terrible person who I must go to war with because I've got my FI as a superhero and needs to defeat the evil poor FI users. Oh yes, all the evil FI users, the other FI users that are more corrupt and not as righteous as not as moral as me because we have high camaraderie, which means that we have FI versus FI competition. So of course. <laughs> all right. We've got another one. I love your human nurture videos, but you haven't done much of that recently. Nurture is just as important as understanding human nature. Can you? So this person wants you to do more nurture videos. When's your next nurture video coming out? Uh, probably immediately following the completion of season twenty-one, which has four more lectures left. Okay. Do SE users? Uh, uh, being that SE has almost three hundred and sixty vision and zoned in spatial awareness, almost clairvoyant, like would that mean or explain why ENFJs can have visions in their dreams, being they have SE child? And if no, what is the reason for this? Okay, what? Can you translate that for me? Okay, I think what this person is saying that it, sometimes ENFJs can have visions in their dreams, and is that relating to SE child, or is that? perhaps one of the more abstract functions. Uh, I added that last I question. honestly don't know, and I am not an expert on Jungian dream analysis. I know I get asked about dream questions all the time. To be honest, my sister is way more of an expert at that than I am. Uh, <laughs> and also, no, I am not polyamorous. No, I am no. not polyamorous at all. No. No, no I'm not. Okay. Next question. So my child, three years old, gets a super particular with definitions he has learned. There was a cat named Puppy that absolutely triggered him. Is that T-I-F-E or T-E-F-I? Uh, that is, uh, I could argue both, but it's mostly T-E-F-I. Because it's like, <laughs> wow, that label is wrong to be applied to the dog for just going to look at it in that context. I mean, the context could change that. So No, it was, a, it was a cat named Puppy, and that triggered him that there was a cat named Puppy because it messed with his sense of definition exactly okay so the next this is the last non-duplicate question we have in the patreon section so i carpool to work with an estv in the morning he's about 20 years older than me and we have no interest in common we get along pretty well but it's almost awkward silence the whole ride how could an intp make a better conversation with concrete sd users 
Okay, did he say ESTP in the morning? Because ESTPs in the morning could be pretty rough when they're waking up because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I was having such a good rest and now I'm being forced against my anti-inferior will to wake up. This sucks, Er, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's, 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 very, that's very normal for them because it's like, oh, I'm being woken up against my will and then that could potentially put them in a bad mood and when they show up to work and it's like, oh, I have to go to work now. I don't wanna go to work right now. This sucks, you know what I mean? It's just this constant endless stream of this sucks. I don't wanna do that, right? And uh, yeah, I get it. You can make the same argument for ISFPs as well. They're really bad. Like, they're worse. They're worse uh, because, you know, the joy versus melancholy uh, virtue and vice in that scenario. But how can INTP improve their uh, their uh, their conversation with an ESTP? Really, it comes down to humility. They have to be willing to, to humble themselves and humble themselves in such a way for their TI hero to realize that TI parent might actually be right about something and actually be whistling willing to listen to the ESTP and try to instead of trying to force the ESTP to actually like listen to them which is what TI heroes typically do uh, so definitely not um, definitely not uh, exactly um, what I would recommend so all right let's start wrapping this up we've got two super chats one of which was without a question so I'm gonna keep an eye on the chat from Max Sargent to see if he says anything but the other one was uh, I think that's five pounds what types make the best entrepreneurs? What types make the best entrepreneurs? Uh, NTs, hands down. NTs make the mm-hmm. best entrepreneurs, hands down. Uh, ISTPs uh, and ESTPs are also amazing at being entrepreneurial, uh, very much so. Uh, and uh, NFs as well, especially ENFPs. ENFPs are amazing entrepreneurs. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Max Sargent put an eight dollar donation but he hasn't said anything yet so maybe he forgot to send a question but i think we need to start wrapping it up now um do you want to take a few youtube questions or um do you just want to end it here does the entp mind ever sleep yes it does uh no i think that i think that's good enough i really got to get going so yeah i think we've gone over an hour yeah we yeah, have an hour 15 yeah Okay, well, sounds good. Anyway, thanks all for coming. Uh, had fun. I know Chase had fun, even though he had not Comcast internet, but apparently something that's worse than Comcast internet. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not his fault. Uh, Well, it is his fault in the sense that he went with a terrible internet company, but... Beyond hey, that, no, it's not his fault. Wave, wave bond, <laughs> Broadman is fine. And and Duncan, these usually are two hours long. Uh, it's just that we did a Q&A makeup session just recently. So, uh, but yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks all for coming. All right, I'll talk to you all later and uh, see you guys next week. Bye.